Do we lock the doors so the Dawsons can't bust in? Yeah. Doors are locked. Doors are locked. No Dawsons will cross that threshold. I thought like evil has to like ask for permission to come in. Just vampires. Oh, just vampires? Yeah. Okay. You have to invite them in. Really? Yeah. Everyone knows this, Mike. You've never watched what what we do in the shadows? Never watched Teen Wolf. <laughs> no. Thank no. you for introducing me to that. True uh, Blood. The, the only vampire movie I ever watched was the Twilight? Leslie Nielsen movie. Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, that was <laughs> one of my favorite movies growing up. Dracula Dead and Loving It was <laughs> one of your favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't watch wrestling. That and Major Pain. <laughs> oh, Major Pain. But Dracula Dead and Loving It. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I am your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me, as always, we've got Cookie. We've got Tolbert. Present. And we got Big Mike. Don't do it! (laughs) Woo! I haven't heard that in so long. He's all hopped up on pierogies. Yeah, so before we actually... Don't do it. I thought he was about to do it again. He's reaching for it. Turn, turn it down. It's like you he's know, stopping the, re- a, the a drummer reverb. touches their symbols to call it. Well, you know, like last week we uh, we we had a, a very serious episode. We got some really good feedback from that. Yeah, uh, we probably lost a few listeners, but fuck them. We don't love them. <laughs> we don't love you. But but anyway, I, I I definitely got some really good feedback from a bunch of people that listen to the show. Um, kind of proud of us that, that, that we were able to put together an episode and not have to talk about Terry Funk or anybody for 45 minutes and we're able to keep it together. Um, it, it was a good episode. I think that we, we spoke our piece. But um, what, what did you guys think about it? Like listening back on, on it everything. Good. It was good. It was, uh, I don't know, speaking out on any issue on a, any kind of platform could be like, uh, you know, a little nerve wracking. Yeah. Just because you don't know what kind of response you're going to get. But I think it made the path for something else, you know, an ongoing gimmick for us to do. An ongoing gimmick? Sorry, not a gimmick. I apologize. <laughs> the annual purge is, is a gimmick. No, the annual purge, <laughs> annual is, purge is the gimmick. That's well, just, but not you. not, you know not I mean. uh, everything not, else. Not everything else. Okay. Just the I got you. purge. <laughs> Of followers. <laughs> Thanks, Cookie. Uh, Big Mike, uh, your dad was actually sitting in with us last week, and after we, we got done recording the episode, your dad was like, I'm proud of you guys. And I'm like, you know what? That, thank you. It made me feel Thank good. you. Yeah. No, it was, it was really cool. Big Ed gave us a, 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 a shining endorsement last week. I'm, I'm very excited that, that we were able to get that done and, and talk about things. Anyway, so let, let's go on to this week's episode. This week, um, we started off, we did something a little different. We had pierogies before uh, the, the podcast, so we ate. We're, we're in nap mode almost. It is another episode of $2 Bake. Tell me, Big Mike, how did you prepare these uh, pierogies? Uh, well, my wife made them this afternoon from Thank scratch. you, Amanda. Well, you. We, were, we were tossing out ideas, and Aaron Varnum somehow didn't have any shrimp. I was all about some pogo. So I do have shrimp. Uh-huh. I left yeah. it in the freezer where, where at work. The, where, all the, where are they? Yeah. I, I, le- I was supposed to give Tolbert some shrimp recently, and I left them in the freezer at work. So you owe people things. I like the Dawsons want their getting, tape. Getting uh, getting shrimp from Aaron is like 
like trying to line up like a weed deal. <laughs> it really is though. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I gotta call my guy, and I, like, and I don't want to have to call my guy. Like, like my he, guy is he lives far away, and, and, and honestly, <laughs> I want to get my car. It visually yeah. makes Aaron uncomfortable that he has to talk to his guy to get shrimp for his friends. Yeah, I mean, like he, he's a cousin, but not real. Like he's like not a guy that like I grew up with. You know, he's an older cousin. Like you don't have his number saved in your no, phone. No, so yeah. I have to. But then I have to go through a middleman who is Howard Varnum. And then Howard Varnum makes everything even more awkward, and he like asks me all these questions. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, Dad. Just give me shrimp. And he's like, Well, how many do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. What count do you want? And I'm like, uh, Big ones, shrimp? big shrimp, the, uh, jumbo, shrimp. the big, the large ones. Yeah, it just and, and it just becomes a thing. Well, and you have to do it in the shadows because if somebody hears that Aaron's getting shrimp for somebody else, oh, then fifty, piles, uh, fifty people. And then the one becomes, time you, you came to rugby practice, you had like fifty pounds of shrimp. It was awful, and and like. One person hears, and then one person's got a, a loud mouth and tells, like, five other people, and then, like, ten people at the end of it are, are Aaron, can you get me some shrimp? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And then, like, old guys that are on our rugby team, like Simba and, and um, Johnny are asking me, and I'm like, I, I feel so obligated to, to bring these guys seafood. I keep it in my chest. I keep my connects close to... You know, keep him down low. Yeah, his, I, I, learned, I learned closer. the first time because also when you get all these people piling on, it takes Aaron even longer yeah. to get that shrimp. So, well, they gotta catch him, man. Yeah, I gotta catch him. <laughs> I, I, I catch all these shrimp by hand, um, one by one. He's got a tiny little middle net, and he just dives down there and just scoops him off the bottom. That's right, right that's Cookie. Three. We were gonna get you to to help us, but you can't swim. Yeah, so. I can, yeah, no, but anyway, <laughs> listen, man. Then we just had this last episode about you know what. We're tired of this shit. Pop that bubble this summer. Oh, speaking of popping bubbles, tonight. This is oh, what yeah, cemented. I did. I this did. is what cemented the the pierogies. Okay. I said, Aaron, I have pierogies that we made you last week. Do you want me to bring those? We can cook those up. And Cookie goes, "What's a pierogi?" I have no. I had no clue what it was at all. It's, it's, I knew it was some type of dish. It's delicious. It's yeah. it's potatoes and cheese wrapped I thought, in dough. Honestly, if you ask me, I thought it would be Italian. I'm not going to lie to you. It's close it's, to a ravioli. It sounds yeah. like Peroni. Peroni, yeah, the beer, right? But anyway, yeah. I, I made pierogies and made halushki, yeah. spiced it up a little bit, put some homemade bacon in both of those delicious. bad boys. That was your homemade bacon? In the halushki, yeah. That was very with tasty. With the onions, yeah. yeah. Everything was very tasty. Absolutely. That's Smith Absolutely. Creek smoked bacon. T- typically, though, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to rush through the podcast so Tolbert can cook a spatchcock chicken so then we can <laughs> then watch a wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, the spatchcock cake There'll be chicken. No is spatchcock your fa- favorite word? Tonight. Spatchcock is it's, Tolbert's favorite way to cook a chicken. It's the best way. That's how we have probably had uh, f- at least five spatchcock chickens in the last year. It's delicious, efficient. Cookie, fast. you're acting like you've never had it. It's every oh, time I didn't we know have that was the chicken. Word. I didn't know that was the word. Every for time it. we have chicken, it is a spatchcocked chicken. Well, that's what I'm thinking about now. Spatchcock. Okay. Spatchcock. Adding it to my vocabulary. Uh, along New with bubble. Twink. And so, uh, <laughs> since you're going to be gay. And molestache. Don't forget about molestache. that. <laughs> Which I shaved off, Dawson boys. If you're listening <laughs> to this shit. I just noticed you did shave You off. guys made me so fucking self conscious that I shaved it off. <laughs> Off the next day I was so like oh god I gotta shave that mustache <laughs> off so and cook. then I got the haircut and I look like an alt rider like I look like somebody that was you know gonna gonna go march it at, at Virginia counter protest oh my god Talk to me, no, I was just saying so uh, I hear Cookie's gonna be gaining a domestic partner so you're gonna yeah, have yeah. to learn to spatch cocky chicken oh, and god, speaking yes. of which uh, last week Cookie and I were just sitting here and um, 
Mike and Ed had left already, so Cookie and I are finishing up the pay-per-view, and Cookie's like, your boy's going to leave. And I'm like, what What are you talking about? Cookie, go ahead. I you, said, you know, I said, this, this is going to be the announcement. This is it. I said, your boy's, your boy's moving on to bigger and better, be, bigger and better pastures. And, uh, and I'm like, what's bigger and better than a, a podcast that's listened to by a handful well, of people? Well, this was the worst part about it, man. I'm moving to Charlotte. I know. I'm moving to Charlotte July 6th. Uh, which is not that long from now, three weeks. And I was just like, Aaron, I want to continue this podcast. I don't want to stop what we're doing. We have the momentum. We have 12 followers. I want to get to 13. That's, let's, let's do it. You know, listeners. So we, we have the technology. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, can we make this happen? We can. And we, and we can. We, so we, Cookie's going to get the mic. Aaron, uh, Aaron and I have a year's worth of Zoom through our UNCW uh, student accounts. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. I, I'm going to be able to do it. We'll we'll put it together. Uh, I honestly like listening back on the episodes where we were quarantined. Sounded okay. Like there was some issues, but I think that like if, <laughs> like Cookie's internet. Yeah, my internet. Oh shit! Of the I'm one person. To yeah, <laughs> I need, I, that means I need to have great internet. Wait, Char- Cookie. Charlotte's an awesome city, buddy. Are you going to be at the same place that the the, the Diane's same apartment, or y'all no, moving? It's gonna be a, we're moving somewhere near All right, campus. So, so maybe there will be stronger internet there. It has to be. It's near UNCC. They have to have like the best, the top notch. All right. right? I would, I would All right. So. But learn to spatchcock a chicken. Spatch- learn to cook. Oh, yes. Always have a few mills, you know, in your back pocket to break out when you're in the shit. You know, what's another one? Another one, maybe a little fettuccine carbonara, something like that, a little pasta dish. I'm gonna, little, <laughs> or you know, just poor <laughs> cooking with Tober. <laughs> Three months from now, I'm gonna listen yeah, back and wow. I'm gonna be like, what was that thing that he was Learned telling me about? Black statement. cock chicken? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not right. That's what that's what Mike likes. That's not it. <laughs> But yeah, just text me, buddy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and and you, we could do it on a, uh, you know, like a, a cheap budget. I think, like, oh, yeah. balling on a budget. A, yeah. Honestly, Big if you want to, if you want to know how to budget. ball on a budget, watch the Marvin show. Oh God, <laughs> Marvin can teach you how to. Uh, we we like flambeed, uh, like. Uh, what what are they? Vienna sausages oh, one, on one episode. It was the grossest thing in the world. And, and wait, hold on. Did he use accent? Really? Oh, what you need? All you need is accent. All he did was accent. Okay, I just need to buy all of Accent's products. I'm telling you, after after a uh, Marvin show shoot, I am more bloated than I ever <laughs> am. I remember like two years ago, I we had had one of the the biggest Marvin shoots that we had ever done, and it was just the most unhealthy stuff. I don't remember what it was, but the next day at work, they did the. Um, the, the fasting way. blood test to see like how how your health is. It's like a health fair at work, and like you take yeah. it and you get like a fifty dollar Amazon gift certificate. And I go there, and I'm always obese because I'm, uh, what is it called? The uh, the BMI is always against me. Uh, let's we will go into the statistics right. and all that stuff. But go ahead. So BMI is always against me. Like my height, Cause, my cause, weight, because you're fat. Right, because I'm fat. Thank thank you, Mike. But I get my results back, and the woman's like, did you eat a very like high cholesterol dinner last night? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you don't want to know. We lady. had fat back, uh, deep fried pig's feet. And, like, oh, I'm like going through she all just this. cuts up the Amazon gift card in <laughs> <Yeah>. front of <laughs> you. <laughs> Scissors it now. Oh, well. <laughs> slides him a gym coupon. <laughs> Sending a text to Marvin. I'm like, you owe me one, dude. You owe me one. All right, so today we're talking about Terry Funk. We we decided last week, you know, we had our... 
Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. How did Travis's move go, by the way, boys? Oh, Travis's move was great. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we, we moved our boy Travis yesterday. Oh, okay, cool. We got there at 1 o'clock. It was torrential rain. The pizzas got there at 102. Aaron Travis, started eating at 104. Say what? Aaron started eating at That's 104. That's right. Travis didn't get there until 140. We ate all the pizzas before Travis got there. <laughs> Uh, we moved everything. Like honestly, Cookie, Cookie came, ate his pizzas, and left. Didn't touch yeah, one didn't piece of furniture. You know, what? at least Cookie showed up. Tober bailed. Tober said, "Tober had nothing to do." Tober was asleep on this couch. I actually tried to get off work. It didn't work out. Um, but yeah, glad your boys had fun. From henceforth, <laughs> Travis is never going to pick one of your matches to, to use as the uh, <laughs> the cover art. The cover I'm art. Glad y'all are living in Wilmington now. Yeah, uh, we are very excited to actually have Travis here with us. And then I know Zane's like trying to slide into them DMs already. Like, hey, Travis, uh, you want to design some stuff for me? <laughs> Travis, you better do it because otherwise he, he's going to break into your, your house yeah. and, and then just kick your ass. He's going to try to call a tow truck. All right. Anyway, so last week, we, you know, we had our very serious episode. And I, I, was, I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit on uh, $2 steak this week. And there's something that we all can get behind. All four of us have very specific tastes in professional wrestling that we like, but we all share one common thing. And that one thing is our love for Terry Funk. Terry! I don't know the other words. You're so brave. You've got got the power. God Terry! Guys, I know a lot of you, and I know, Mike, your first introduction to Terry Funk was probably through this podcast. Oh, 100%, yes. Cookie as well, right? No, I knew who Terry Funk was. But Chainsaw you, Charlie. But had you appreciated, no. you have never watched that many like no, Terry, Funk Terry Funk matches. matches. You never got to kind of like feel out what kind of person this is. No, definitely not. Terry Funk is my favorite professional wrestler. Not Like, no doubt, Terry Funk, Terry Funk is more fun i always know i'm gonna be entertained when i put on a terry funk match be it terry funk at age 70 wrestling dusty Rhodes in a gym in conway south carolina and pulling out his butthole for the whole world to see (laughs) lord and dusty Rhodes spanking his ass and sticking a thumb up it this is a 70 year old man (laughs) taking this spot and and the entire time we're like terry's not gonna terry is Terry is going to do it. Jesus Christ. Terry just showed us his butthole and then walked around the ring twice with his pants down. He's a consummate professional. He is a professional. He's going to do the job. (laughs) He does what no one else wants to do. I think think where I gained a lot of respect for Terry was kind of hearing the, the inside baseball of the Undertaker and Mankind match where... Terry like was just trying to buy time, so he just like went up to Undertaker, he's like choke slamming. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and and his, now the more that we watch Terry Funk, Terry lost his shoes in the choke slam yeah. <laughs> because he sold it so well and he oversold it. Well, and like it's the the thing on the internet now is like you watch a video and somebody loses their shoes, you're like, oh that guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Terry Funk. We were watching earlier, and I, I watched so many Terry Funk clips on YouTube because. Uh, he's always older and older and taking these spots. And we Ridiculous we always spots. say that, is he selling or is he actually hurt? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, God. <laughs> yes. He's just, 
He's still doing moonsaults at age 70. And then convulsing and on the shots. ground afterwards. Well, and this, is, this is where I actually texted the group because I was trying to look for some Terry Funk gifts over the course of the week. And I'm like, Aaron, you need to start a parody account. And we're going to do it. And it's just of Terry Funk gifts because... Yeah. The world needs more Terry Funk gifts. There, there's some good ones out there, but but there's not that many. There's I, not as many as there could be. Yeah, and you know what, man? Like we were, I was looking every clip. This week was very hard to narrow down three. I, and, and honestly, I cannot believe we have not done a Terry Funk episode yet. We've done a bunch of his matches over the the, the course of these 63 episodes, and I I picked these three matches this week because I'm like. Oh, all right. It's something a little different for each time, and it's entertaining. It's fun. But each match has something in it that I laughed out loud about. Like, <laughs> Terry does something in every single match that I'm like, that's just Terry being Terry. Terry is just a fun, entertaining man. The older he gets, he ages like wine. But There's then more layers, complexity. He is a very <laughs> complex character. He can wrestle with the best. He can hardcore with the best. He can brawl with the best. He can do comedy. Terry Funk is a legend. The green... Oh, no, not the greenhorn. I need to change this up in the rundown. Smike. Smike getting heat with Big Mike. I told you, I'm turning faceless, so we're going to have to change the name again. Wait, you're turning face this week? What? I told you three He's weeks ago I'm going to start now. turning face. Oh, because trying, we're not doing I'm shitless I'm anymore? I'm trying to not be as angry anymore. He doesn't want to put out that negative energy. He's a father of two now. Yeah. Speaking of shitless, boys, I, I know that I reached out to a, a, our potential first sponsor this week. And, and hopefully, I will be hearing back from them soon. Uh, pinch, Magic Pinch Fiber uh, Supplement. <laughs> All this week has been very much making my bowels very move quite frequently and, and very good volume to my poops. And I'd like to thank Magic Pinch uh, Fiber for that. Uh, Hopefully, that's cool. I reached out to them on Instagram this week, and uh, they said, "Oh, that's very interesting. Can we listen to your podcast?" So I sent them an episode. (laughs) We have a lot of shit that we talk about, so let's let's hope that we're gonna get our first sponsor. And and who better than Canyon? But who better? Than magic pinch fiber because I think that they would go really well with all of our shit jokes. Just a pinch, just a pinch. Just wait till uh, wait till that Haluski cabbage runs through you. You're not gonna need magic uh, oh, pinch. Yeah. Oh, I need. I, you just reminded me. I need to take my uh, my pinch for tonight. No, no I'm saying you, you, you won't need to. Okay. Well, I I am excited to to see that. Do you all take right. a pinch every night before bed or something? I, I take it in the afternoon. <laughs> just, oh, okay. Pinch. Just What's a pinch. Flowing. It's it's one scoop. One scoop. You add it to water. Oh, okay. All right, for uh, getting like chocolate, vanilla. Can, can with... we talk about the fucking match? <laughs> you brought it up. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> you derailed this. I'm sorry. You're the I... captain of this shit. I know. <laughs> you fucking just flipped it. All note. right, all right, all right. Uh, getting heat with Big Mike. This week, Mike has got four of my favorite competitors of all time, Terry Funk and Dory Funk, the Funk Brothers against Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. What a lineup. God damn it. I knew it was coming. We got a couple big old West Texas boys coming in here in a Japan. Couple. All four of them. All four of these guys. Uh, Terry Funk is the smallest man. And how big is Terry, though? Like 5'10"? He's 6'1". Six, 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 
and uh, Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody. What a what a combo! What just a meat mountain coming down the down the thing, man. Uh, this is in Japan. What year is this? Because they didn't have any of the eighty two. Eighty two. We were talking like I would have. You, I agree with you. I would love to be in Japan in the eighties to see this sort of thing. The, all four of those guys are like four of my favorite wrestlers of all time. The crowd is electric. Now this is the main event of whatever it is they were doing. I, I think it's a tournament for uh, like a like a tag team tournament. But the crowd is just super excited. They're cheering all this sort of stuff. Terry and Dory come out first. Terry looks great. Terry's kind of in this like prime fitness. Um, he's kind of thick. He's built. Dory looks like shit. What? Dory looks like a 58-year-old man. Dory looks like he should be doing my taxes. <laughs> Dory's hair just looked terrible. Everything about Dory, I was like, oh, Dory. <laughs> Dory, Dory. You know what is going to... What happened to you, know, Dory? Maybe he couldn't find a good barber in Japan. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Dory, you don't well, want to fight well, uh, well, Brody? I mean, I guess you need... The less hair you have, the better your barber has to be, probably. Yeah, know. probably. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a cold... He's got a, la- he's got a landing strip in the also, middle. Also, I feel like there's a lot of good barbers in Japan, so it's probably his fault. <laughs> are, there, are there good barbers in dude, Japan? Well, I would the Asians have top-notch barber culture, man. The, yeah, they're very, they're yeah, very in tune with the, their aesthetics. Interesting. I never mm-hmm. really thought about that. All right, and then you got St- uh, Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody coming out in only the best way that they can. They're shoving fans. They're That's what you gotta do. They're... The fans are like leaning over the rail and they're shoving them back. And because you know what, it's 1980 and you're in Asia, you can do whatever the fuck you want if, right. you're, that, if you're that big dude. Right? Um, are, are you going to tell Bruiser Brody to not push me? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm going to have to <laughs> have you talk to yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Bruiser Brody, please push me. It would be an honor, sir. It would be an honor. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's fun because you can still see some of that kind of charisma today with like Lance Archer like his thing in New Japan was he's always just like beating the shit out of a young lion as he walked to the ring and he still does that to find some random yeah. stage hand to just <laughs> shove out of the way in AEW it's so it, it's a good way to bring chaos like it's automatically cha- out it's chaos you immediately know who the bad guy is because right. he's out there shoving like <laughs> no ch- tiny little men yeah <laughs> um, one thing again I love about Japan and Japanese wrestling streamers uh, phenomenal love I love Japanese wrestling culture with these streamers so like if you're not too in tune with what it is I mean they're just throwing these like what what's that material it's just a it's pa- creepy paper crepe paper crepe paper yeah <laughs> and they're just throwing it in the ring and you know this is the main event so the, the ring is just getting covered in these Stan Hansen's pissed he's grabbing them out of the air and, he's, and like everybody else is embracing it but it's just it brings kind of a uh I don't know. It's, it, it makes the vibe feel important. Right. Um, but with the way that these guys look and the, how many streamers there were, I was just like, man, this looks like a birthday party gone wrong. Like a challenge. Just like. I would have loved to have had a birthday party with those four guys. A couple family members having too much to drink. And they're just like, all right, no, we're going to do it here. We're going to do it now. Racist Uncle Dory's going to come in. <laughs> He's not racist, by the way. He's a great person. <laughs> um, all right, so we, we get the match eventually started. The big guys are just working poor Terry. And oh, course, man. And, and, you know, Terry, again, consummate professional. He's just like, yeah, you guys, just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> right. I'm the smallest one in the ring. Just beat the living shit out of me. Um, Terry takes a running boot from Bruiser Brody oh, yeah. right into the ribs. So they're in the corner. Terry's arm is being held up by Stan Hansen, and Bruiser Brody comes and gets him right at the nipple line with just a fucking massive kick. Um, and then he takes a, a little later on he takes a running knee from Stan Hansen yeah like 
Terry Funk is on his knees. Shane Hansen, the bull that he is, running full speed and just... Like, Kenny Omega has has his... V-trigger. V-trigger. Now, Stan Hansen right. has a fucking V-trigger. <laughs> <laughs> there was no leg slap like, like, in that. No. Stan like, Hansen has a bump stock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stan Hansen's like, man, if I slap my leg, you're not going to hear the knee. <laughs> like, like, that could end a match right there. And oh. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, but to Terry's credit, he is trying... How, how do you take a big man down? You, you, you chop them down. Chop them down. You take a big tree, you chop it down, and that's what Terry's doing. I loved that, by the so way. So he's on his knee, and you know what he's doing? He's punching Bruiser Brody's <laughs> right. knees. He's punching Stan Hansen's knees. He's he's punching him in the gut. It reminded me, I was in a ruck one time, and like there was a little commotion above me because I was the player that got tackled, and I didn't know what exactly was going on, but our teammates sounded mad, so I punched the other opposing player right in the dick, <laughs> and that's what it reminded me of. What? Was that the Charlotte game? That was, yeah. That was a. Sh- I remember. I yeah, was like right I, there. I got. I got. <laughs> ta- I got tackled. I placed the ball. Like Dick Nick and the other player, just like having a little back and forth about some, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know who's in the wrong or the right, but this guy's, you know, cock and balls are standing guy? right here, so I'm just gonna <laughs> whack him. And you know what? Oh, yeah. At the next kickoff, the guy was like, "Hey, man, we cool?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're good," because like he kicked me, so <laughs> it all it all worked out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Terry is trying to chop these guys down. Dory freaking Funk. Yeah? Is the most over person in this entire match. How sad is that? Dude, they, the crowd. All right, so Terry's working from the bottom, or whatever it's called. He's getting he's getting it, and all of a sudden he goes for the hot tag, tags Dory in. Huge, pop. huge crowd pop. Yeah. I literally was like, what, what did I miss? <laughs> like, like, obviously the face is getting the hot tag is going to get a pop, but Dory Funk's pop <laughs> was just insane. He's a legend, man. Like, Maybe thinking back. neighborhood. Like hanging out, like at the steakhouse. Dory hands. just seems like like a good dude. You Dory, know? Dory Funk, yeah, you'd walk, he'd walk into the bar, you wouldn't know who he is. Right? You're like, oh yeah, I go to Japan, I eat for free. Yeah. <laughs> like Dory, Dory. <laughs> oh, you're I'm actually. <laughs> you are really big in Japan, physically <laughs> and. <laughs> you're a former NWA heavyweight champion. Uh, okay. Yeah, whatever that means. Right. <laughs> um, the big guys are continuing to work. Terry and Dory. Bruiser goes to the top rope, and again, I I love '80s wrestling because he's not going to do a plunge. He's not going to do some kind of crazy, stupid, spinny shit. He just does a double axe handle. Why not? Because he's six six, right? Like so, you, it's such an intimidating force comes down, double axe handle, and of course Terry sells it well. Oh, just that's Terry phenomenal. Punk. Um, Bruiser then grabs Terry's head and bites him. <laughs> And then Terry starts bleeding. No. So, Terry? Terry bleeds? Yeah, yeah Terry. Yeah, I never knew that man had blood. Um, oh, no, not the I'm, blood. I'm, I lean more towards that Terry Funk told Bruiser Brody to hard way his ass with his fucking teeth. Because it's Terry Funk. Right. It's Bruiser Brody. And it's the 80s. And Terry's hands weren't near his face. So no. either, either Bruiser bladed Terry or... Bruiser just, just took just, a fucking chunk out of his No, head. bite me. No, just, just bite me. Just, hey, Bruiser, just, yeah. Oh. Just bite me really hard. <laughs> um, Bruiser and Dory get out into the crowd at some point, and there is a lady shrieking, shrieking out of, like, pure guttural fear. And, uh, again, I love 80s wrestling, and I love 80s Japanese wrestling. Ja- it, it's such a different feel, and it's so fun like I, it, it's almost like a like a part- audience participation when mm. you're in Japan. 
and in, in, in the middle of this scuffle, somehow Dory gets busted open. So Dory is now bleeding, and then he just eats the mat with a Bruiser Brody pile driver. Uh, again, I it's sad that Bruiser you know died a couple years later, but like you can just tell that th- that guy had it. Yes, and because again, same same with Stan Hansen's knee. Right. That Bruiser Brody pile like that could end in the match, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's such a big dude, why not? Um, boys, why do we love Terry Funk so much? I it, he is so unpredictable. Is is my reason why? And un- unpredictable in in many different ways, right? In so, a comical way, so, most of the time. In somehow, in some way. Terry and Stan Hansen get onto the outside of the ring. They're not even the ones wrestling. Dorian, Dorian Bruiser are still the ones that are actually fighting. Right. Stan Hansen hits Terry with a massive lariat outside yes. the ring. And well, we talked about those streamers, and the, I mean they don't vacuum them up or throw them away. They're just laying there. And uh, we get a we get a cutaway. Yes. And we get a cut back, and now we have a, a Terry Funk cocoon made out of. Streamers. Streamers. So I, in, I'm, I'm trying to do this in my head, like the math of how long it took. Terry takes that bump. They do a wide shot of Stan Hansen walking around the other part of the ring. This is probably about 10 seconds. Cut back. Terry is in a gila suit of streamers. <laughs> and it, all you see is just two pairs of boots. It's like the, the uh, what is it? The Wizard of Oz. The, the, <laughs> the witch. And all you see are, are, are her feet. And you just see Terry in there, and you're like... Covered in streamers. And, and, Where did Terry go? And, and again, the best part... They're fucking paper streamers. Yeah. Terry, you're a grown man. He could just break out. Right. Somehow, they've entangled and entrapped him. Uh, you can see it breathing, though. There's and, like a slight chest movement. <laughs> it's just... It's the epitome of Terry being Terry and why we love him. Um, little later on, like actually a couple, maybe a minute or so later, Terry's still being held down by these streamers. <laughs> Tied down like a, a web of, of um, inconvenience. Stan, uh, Stan Hansen manages to take out Dory Funk, the referee, and Bruiser Brody right. with like the massive lariat. Um, another referee comes in who ended Not up beaming. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually Lou Fez that Lou came Fez in. Lou Fez comes into the ring to try to like figure stuff out, and then uh, they call the match. So disqualification Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody lose by DQ. Um, and that's where the fun begins. Yes. Um, <laughs> chaos ensues. Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen just start beating the shit out of young lions. Yeah. So all these like uh, young lions, which are you know up and coming new young wrestlers, all wearing red in this case, uh, kind of get into the ring and they're all kind of scared as shit. So There's like twenty of them that come in the ring. I guess their 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 job is to maybe break this up, but they're all kind of like I I don't want to be the next one. No. Uh, uh, I'm I'm in I'm yeah. in I'm dead. And uh, Stan Hansen and Bruce Brody just tossing them out of the ring, hitting them with lariats, kicking them, uh, just literally just having their way with these poor young men. It, it's the real life visual representation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles against the Foot Clan. When you've got yeah. like 50, <laughs> you've got 50 things come in and you're like, these two guys are not going to be able to, oh, these two guys are actually able to take down all 50 of these dudes. Yeah. I was going to say it was like the Kill Bill bar scene. Yeah, I remember that too. 
And like, I'm just thinking, like, I would not want to be an NPC in this matchup. You know, like yeah. one of those guys. That just, well, they they literally like do a close up on one of the. Young, he's like staring, like he's like. So you can see the pure fear in his eyes, like not like not work fear. That's shoot fear, man. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh fuck, I'm. He's looking right at me. I gotta go do this. <laughs> I can uh, do this. I can do this. I gotta take this. I guess guys. I'll take a, a all lariat. Of, all of this is happening. Terry's still on the ground. <laughs> still and I think somebody tried to help him and he does like the toddler kick where he's like no <laughs> and you just see the boot come out like kick the hand away uh, so we they, they clear the ring of the bad guys Dory and Terry are kind of getting together in the ring it, it's again the, the finale of a tournament or something so there's a bunch of trophies which Stan Hansen on his way out managed to shove and knock all of them into the ground um and so they're presenting these trophies and it, what looked to be a giant check. Um, and I took a screenshot of this and we'll talk about it in a little bit, but because it's just the epitome of a lot of things. And it's Terry and Dory just bleeding with big trophies standing next looking to Looking down at, at the ground and just looking just exhausted and spent. <laughs> yeah. But wait, Stan Hansen comes back <laughs> again, again and just starts beating the shit out of everybody else again. It's like a Jason movie where you kill the villain. Like the, the, the guy dies, the movie's over, they're they're wrapping up all the loose ends, and then he comes back. The hand raises out. Kind <laughs> of like Shredder at the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. right. And he uh and he you know, he beats up some more people. Um Gets a real good, fuck you! <laughs> in, in only the way Stan Hansen can. And then on the way out, kicks Terry Funk in the face because somehow Terry Funk is back on the ground <laughs> laying on the floor. God bless Terry. <laughs> Salute. Uh, and, that's, oh and that's the video. And uh, Did you enjoy it? 100%. It's, again, like you said, you, you know going into any Terry Funk match you are going to see something that will entertain you. Something that'll make you laugh. Something that'll make... He, he goes through all the, the and, emotions. And again, it's comedy, but it's also like... The, we, I mean, we talked a little bit about the actual wrestling. It was a really good wrestling right. match leading up to it. I mean, the bad guys were working, the, like, getting their heat and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, you see the athleticism of Bruiser and Stan in this, which is really cool. Uh, Terry just sells, um, like, amazingly. Um and so yeah, it was just it was really entertaining, and I'm glad the the funks prevailed. Prevailed. I think this. I, I'm thinking back. I think this is the only match this week where Terry actually wins. <laughs> and it wasn't even like a clean win, but it's Terry. It's Terry. Terry. Terry's not about wins and losses. He's about entertaining. And I 100% think that he is one of the most entertaining. Yep. So that's that's my match. Let's talk about social media. Social media update. We did really well this week. Um. Instagram, we're up to 100, 133 followers. You got five five yeah. followers one yeah. day. And it's all actual 100% legit followers. You tell me Are you saying that Friday? Mike pays uh, no, I'm followers? Just saying, like, you got those sex bots out there. You know, yeah. you know, <laughs> goes, I love it. Mike is you not do. soliciting sex bots. No, but sex bots happen. They do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're, you know, people that we know or know you or if they're actually general uh, fans of our content. Us, some people that live in the area, some wrestling fans. It's all good. It's all love. It's um, all... So yeah, Tolbert's up to 133 on Instagram. He had a great Terry Funk uh, post. this. Yeah, today. Um, and then Twitter. That's how I felt this morning when I woke up. Didn't know what day it was. Uh, Again. It's me every day. Uh, newsflash. It's Terry Funk bleeding. Yeah. Wrapped in barbed wire. How many do we have of Terry bleeding? We, uh, all of them. Yeah. Every, every single one of them. Um, Twitter, 299 followers. No, 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 no. When's the last time you checked? 
Um, I mean, I could double check right now. Did we get to three? I think we got 300 today. That's a milestone. Chance. Unless somebody unfollowed us <laughs> yeah. from so all your Terry Funk posting. <laughs> we have 299 followers. No! <laughs> um, I, Actually, one of those followers was your dad on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Your dad has an Instagram account. See, there we go. Um, I love that your dad is is following us. He's the only person that's actually following us on all of our, <laughs> our social media. Uh, a couple. Everything a bong follows us on, on both. Yeah, everything is a bong is, is my favorite. Um, but this week, you know, I, I've i been slack the last month or so. You know, I've been stressed sure, out. The world's man. burning to the ground. Um, but I made it a point to be a little more active on Twitter this week. I started a new hashtag called hashtag funk philosophy where I just took old like philosophical questions and changed them to about making them about Terry Funk and throwing chairs. Right. Um, and the the thing that I really enjoyed about it is, you know, we got a lot of likes and a lot of a lot of traction. Tra- Travis really appreciated the one and he he replied with an awesome gift. And, and that was probably the the, the most successful um, one, which is give a man a chair and he'll sit, teach a man to throw a chair and he'll bring people to their feet. I thought that was amazing. Um, that was, yeah, was we, we had a nice, I had another funny one where somebody I think actually think Terry Funk said this because I, I, I quote it and say it's from Terry Funk. <laughs> and I said, if Chuck Norris is so badass, why is he scared to wrestle me? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we actually got a follow from Chuck Norris Facts. Um, Thank you, that. Chuck so, uh, And then somebody said, Savage. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that guy knows that I'm making this up. But, uh, you know, it's just, it was fun. Twitter was fun this week. I tried to uh, bait some people into political discussions. They didn't take it. Um, but, you know, I think we're getting back on the horse. Good. Uh, follow us at number two dollar stake underscore on social media. That's Twitter and Instagram, please. Please follow us. Please. Anything else? Um, do we want to talk about everything's along getting yes. to a thousand followers? Phenomenal. One of our friends of the show at this point, always communicating with us. Oh, uh, he's been a guest on the show. Yeah, guest of the show. He he's taken social media by storm. He went from like a hundred some followers to a thousand in like three weeks, and to commemorate his one thousandth <laughs> follower, he. I mean, everything's a bong, right, boys? Yeah, so he he took a personal object. He took a gently too. used flashlight oh. <laughs> and and turned it into a bong. It was just um, hey, it, it made you feel all sorts of ways. Yeah, and I appreciate yeah. it. So one day maybe Tober will actually not challenge, but because at this point he he's ended the the, the challenge before it began with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but you you gotta you actually you gotta represent us in some way, Tolbert. So we, we I, st- hey, I had a poor attempt of a bong. I used the beer bong. Oh, that was but fine. Yeah. But still, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Eventually, but, I've been having nightmares. Have you really? About bongs lately. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. You I got, got nothing besides that. You got cold feet. I, t- I told you, just bong a steak, man. Butterfly a steak. That's what we're going to do. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you use a spatchcock chicken? Just I just learned that word. I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Bong nightmares. <laughs> I'm a spliff guy. Um... But yeah, that's social media this week. Uh, so rather than doing a pure shit list, I'm going to be doing hits and shits. Okay, so uh, we can do. We're going to do shout outs to people, you know, making the world a better place. And I may still shit on occasional people, but you know, I'm trying to get the internet bullying out of the podcast and make it a little more positive. Right, because not like we're bullies at all. We are not bullies. We are not bullies. Aaron is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Aaron Shut Kate. the fuck up. <laughs> So shout out this week to NASCAR banning the Confederate flag from all their events. God damn. Um, 
I'm very proud of them for doing that. Me I, too. I, I have to say, out of any organization, that's that's a bold move because the fans were not happy. They are not happy. Um, you know, and and it's really fun seeing everybody else troll people regarding the rebel flag, and I just really enjoy all of it. Um, you know, one of our rugby buddies had a post on Instagram basically saying like, I love NASCAR. I'm glad they're making these, taking these steps yeah. forward. And, you know, maybe those that are mad can, you know, take their time from not watching NASCAR and maybe yeah. learn to read. Uh, I, I, still, <laughs> I, I, li- I love NASCAR, but when it comes down to it, uh, I was born in 85. It's not my heritage. Yeah. <laughs> not mine either. Yeah. I got Sorry, nothing. Sorry, no. <laughs> um, and then on the shit list this week, we're going to go ahead and shout out the UNCW chancellor. Oh, uh, you know, he's he's in control of our futures, Aaron. You know, we as current students, Cookie is a UNCW alum. We, you know, we we have a respect and affinity for this university and our chancellor dropped an all lives matter. Um, clearly tone deaf and, you know, add to this the fact that, you know, they still employ Mike Adams because they kind of have to because he's tenured. But I not sure this guy's going to survive much longer. Yeah, it, it, it's been a shitstorm coming out of the Seahawk. <laughs> Just saying that. So, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing to be a student and, and deal with that. So, you know, hopefully he something happens and he maybe has a little, you know, correction in his the way he perceives the world. I don't maybe know. we should tell UNCW about Pinch Fiber. So he pinch, won't magic ball him up and dump him into a toilet. <laughs> hey, I got my mom to purchase uh, yeah, a, a carton of, of pinch magic fiber this week because it works. <laughs> uh, that's that's my gimmick this week, boys. For the strong style, Cookie, you have got Terry versus Ricky Choshu. We got the greatest of all time. Oh, the goat. I'm a goat. Oh, 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 He's not yellow. He's not yellow. 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 (laughs) He's Mr. You're booked. You're booked. And he's the chair stealing, wheeling, dealing, Uh horse riding, Uh chairs are flying. Uh Uh-huh. Put your dukes up, son of a gun. That's right. I love it. Terry Funk. Terry Dude. Funk, everybody. And he's ready to square up with Ricky Chosu. But, you know, I had an epiphany. Yes. Uh, while I was watching this. He looks like Muscle Man from regular show. Ricky Chosu. He does! <laughs> oh, but Muscle Man. His hair and everything. He did. But he developed that sharpshooter. He did. All right. Number, oh, Cookies, top four. Number one. All right. So, Terry, this is in the middle of the match. Uh, Terry's about to fall out of the ring, right? Yes. Uh, now, he turns around, and he tries to drop bombs while while he's about to like fall right. out of the ring. Right. Uh, Ricky, he's not having that. So, he slid out of the ring. He doesn't want any part of that. He, don't, he doesn't want to get rained on. Well, the ref, he stepped right in front of Terry Funk to restore order. And what did Terry do? Terry said, fuck it. I'm pushing the ref out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you see who the ref was? Who was there? Who the was ref there? had red shoes on. Was that red shoes? I think that shoes? was a young red shoes. That may have been a re- young, uh, okay. With a goatee. This is all Japan, right? This Correct. Is, yeah. So this was all Japan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, unless it's a thing where referees wear red shoes. I don't in know, Japan. man. It, what, I, I saw the shoes right away, and I was like, "Is that red shoes?" Well, I'll, I'll do some know. research. Okay. Well, 
Number two. Ricky at one point, he's working arm. He's got Terry in a wrist lock, and then he stops and just slaps the shit out of Terry. And I'm guessing, Aaron, that this is the part that made you giggle. Uh, old Terry rolls out of the ring, and he <laughs> walks exactly like, He walks like three feet, and then just takes out the barricade as he falls <laughs> through it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> so I'm asking, how does Terry follow this up? He gets in the ring, and then Ricky proceeds to just slap him from post to post, <laughs> just whipping the dog shit out of him. Oh, Terry, I love you. He just gets slapped, and then at the very end, he gets slapped right in between the ropes and falls out of the ring. It was perfect. So Terry falls over, knocks over the barricade, and has a, a toddler tantrum on the barricade. Yes. He starts, like, kicking yes. the barricade. Yes. God bless you, Terry yeah. Funk. Like you said, I'm entertained. It's not the best. You won't see like flips. There's no flips no. and shit. There's no flips. Just you're fun. Yes. Number three. Terry, don't let him put you in the sharpshooter. Come on, Terry. Don't tap. Terry Funk can't tap. He doesn't tap. I think that should be written in stone. The rest, the wrestling commandment should be a few things like, you know, stole cold, drinks beer. The Rock only wears Versace shirts. Uh, let's see here. Sonny's a racist. Sonny is a racist. Confirmed. <laughs> Very big Hulk Hogan racist. is a racist. Confirmed. Confirmed. And Terry Funk doesn't tap, damn it. Does not. But we'll get to the next one. Number we'll see what happens. Four. I don't know who the who is the manager, Aaron. No, that was Dory. That was Dory. Oh, that was thank Dory. God. Thank God. Okay, it's Dory. Dory made a fan out of me. Dory Dory made me come to my feet. Like in Mike in Mike's match. He was over with me. He's holding Terry's hand. He doesn't need to tap. But a young lion interferes. And once he interferes, Dory's like, oh, hell no. He's got to go protect his brother. And Terry does not tap once again. So he gets in the ring. He starts beating the shit out of Ricky Choshu. Why not? Throws the referee on the ground. And then just starts beating up the fucking young lions. I'm like, oh, Dory can't. Oh, Dory can't take them all. Dory's got it. Dory. Dory's, Dory's coming out of nowhere. And he's finishing all those people. Oh, man. But. The Young Lions, in my opinion, they were garbage. They didn't fight back except for one. Only one. Trash, in my opinion, Aaron. <laughs> Trash. Come on. Like, what, what, what kind of Young Lion are you if you're going to try and protect Ricky? But, like, honestly, I saw the fear in their eyes, so I could see why they didn't want any part of Dory Funk or Terry Funk. That's right. Terry Funk, though, God bless him. He did the best thing at the end of the match. He just grabbed Ricky and just starts doing barrel rolls across <laughs> the mat. <laughs> Like Ricky is like in the fetal position and he just <laughs> Terry just grabs Ricky and just starts rolling with him until he's out of the ring. <laughs> Terry is so unpredictable. He is. But I, uh, now my honor You were right. Was I? You were right. Nice. See? That was Red Shoes. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Red Shoes had a go-to. Man, Red Shoes got some fire in him. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Terry has a sneaky way of getting color. I didn't bring this up, but of course, Terry bled. Oh, he was bleeding. Like he was pig. bleeding like a stuffed pig. And it was a ring post that took him out, of course. Like, he rams Terry's head into a corner post. Terry slowly falls and, you know, sounds like it just it took, like, forever, basically, is what I'm trying to say. It's like an old dog trying to take a piss. He, like, lifts his leg up and, uh, like, I imagine he's just trying to, like, slash his forehead at the same time. Just, God bless Terry. That's it. That's it. So Terry, and one of my favorite parts, and I don't know if you noticed this, there's a part where he's like holding his, like he just got color and he brings his head up and Dory goes over to like look at him and you can tell that Dory just got a bunch of blood on his hands 
And Dory did the old like, Jesus Christ, well, I can't. Why, I, he's wearing a suit. I'm wearing. I can't wipe this on my suit. What do I do with the blood? That that happened in my match, but it was the uh, the referee. Like it was right after Terry got color, and the referee like touches it, and he's like, uh, so he like wipes it on the uh, the uh, rope, oh, <laughs> the rope. and then he's like he's like wiping it on his hands. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, Dory Dory just walked around with his hands up like a like a surgeon getting ready for for surgery. Man, I love Terry Funk's punch drunk style. Amazing. Like, like, once he gets color, he's lost all control of his legs. All control of his legs. So, like, he gets punched in the face. He's throwing up his dukes, but he's just he's walking backwards at There's the same time. There's a swagger. Time. Like, he's got, like, one eye open, and he doesn't know where he's going. And I, I just, I don't know. It's entertaining to me. Five, five cookie match, of course. Woo! For Terry Funk. Once again, like I said, the chair stealing, wheeling, dealing, horse riding, chairs are flying. Put your dupes up, son of a gun. Because you're Terry bugged. Funk. Because, because you're bugged. You're bugged, buddy. You're bugged. You're yellow. You're, you're yellow. He also punches horses. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That Just probably once. should be written in the commandments as well. He like bitch slapped that horse. <laughs> like a slap. Didn't, didn't the horse kick a him? A horse though? had it coming. The horse I know, that was a different time. He did get kicked was, by a horse in a say, professional wrestling. That was the, the stall yeah. match. No, that's right. Fucking Terry Funk. For the high spot, Tolbert. Are we you, here already? Are we at the high yeah, we're, we're in the here. high spot. Tolbert, you got the like the, the the Dark Horse Canada of match of the night, but I I think that uh, actually you know what, betting odds would say that you got the match of the night with the other two matches being the Dark Horse candidates. I think that that the uh, the cards were stacked in your favor. You have Terry Funk against Mick Foley, yes. Mama's baby boy. Picture this. It's a, it's a warm Monday night. Spring. Monday night Raw's coming on. Everyone's settling in or watching their homes. A lonely hawk dog salesman dresses for the evening. <laughs> Kisses his wife and kids goodbye. And heads to work. <laughs> I'm going to sell so many hot dogs tonight. His wife says, be safe. And he mumbles under his breath. I just sell fucking hot dogs. Well, I'm, I'm never going to be in any danger. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mick Foley pulls up his sweatpants. Across the locker room, Terry Funk tapes up and grabs his favorite towel. <laughs> and that's where uh, where we're at, boys. It's uh, it's a, a hot Monday night in May. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out uh, first to uh, join Jerry Lawler and uh, Jr. in commentary. Uh, of course, they play his music on the way out, and uh, the crowd loves it. Man, this is 1998. Stone Cold's hot. White Everybody hot. loves him. Yeah, little Aaron's running around his house. <laughs> I I think I remember watching this live, and like it, I'm telling you, anytime the glass shattered, oh, you go crazy. My my ass was up off the couch screaming. So, so. it's awesome. So we got a little storyline going on. Vince McMahon, it's the height of the Vince McMahon, uh, Steve Austin battle. You know, so he's coming down to join on commentary, uh, and we have Terry Funk versus Mick Foley, right? Vince McMahon has set this up and his little, you know, uh, whatever he's trying to pull. Uh, and, and Terry Funk is Mick's hero, you know, has been for years. He's who he's always looked up to, wrestled against him for many years. And here they are put against each other once again. Four, four <laughs> years removed from their Japanese death match. Yes. So uh, Terry comes out, man. He is 53 years old at this point. Still looks like a million bucks. 
comes out ready to go. Funk you, university. <laughs> I want that shirt. T-shirt, so I do too. Waving his towel. Uh, I wish he got a little bigger pop, but you can tell the wrestling fans that were there to see him are like super stoked he's there. Um, and I don't know if this was like a built match. I, th- I think this was kind of like a, they threw it together yeah, and they're like, like oh, hey, we, you know, we can uh, get Terry. Terry's off this weekend. He's, <laughs> you know, he's got nothing to do. His horse isn't sick this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and, and this is around the time where Mick Foley has his alter egos. He's got Cactus Jack, you know, from the ECW years. He's got Dude Love. And he's got the mankind angle going on, but he comes out as Mick Foley. That's right. Uh, in his sweatpants and his plaid, um, and it's just it's just Mick Foley wrestling his hero. Wouldn't you like to make millions of dollars just wearing what you wear around the house? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, for real. Um, but uh, uh, on the other end, they have to uh, do a lot of other shit. I would not want to do. No, <laughs> no. But uh, Mick Foley's not in his. Any of his alter egos, but that doesn't mean he's any less hardcore. Um, and these boys go right at it. Uh, I mean, there's no... They respect each other, but there's no love lost, for sure. They go, they know they have a job to do. And as Stone Cold says on commentary, they might be friends, but, you know, in the ring, it's either kick some ass or get your ass kicked. <laughs> you know, that's all it is to it. So here we are. The boys go at it. Stone Cold settles in with a bus tub full of beers literally a bus tub <laughs> full of beer oh he's ready to go he pours them one settles in uh and the match starts again and they're going at it kind of like wearing your clothes to work how would you like to be steve you get to sit <laughs> yeah, down for work and just lightly buzz that work shit face, and, uh, get dr- drink beer yell at people yeah and these so like, uh these aren't props these are beers these are beers <laughs> So the boys go at it. Uh, they say, hey, there's a ring here, but we don't need it. No. <laughs> no. Typical Terry Funk uh, status. He just, you know, we don't need this ring. We're going to go at it. And that they do. And we see some stiff back and forth out of ring action between the two. Mick Foley makes Terry look like a million bucks. Uh, Terry makes Mick Foley look like a million bucks despite his age. Uh, chair shots ensue. Stiff punches. Uh, I mean, there's a chair involved within four minutes of the match starting, yes. um, and which is a usual common Terry Funk occurrence. <laughs> I, I learned it's called a trope. <laughs> yeah. So they go right at it. And I mean, before you know it, they're in the crowd. They're going crazy. They're everywhere. Some noteworthy spots um, are definitely the chair shots Terry's taking in an Irish whip. He takes into the barricade, actually takes down the barricade (laughs) once again. (laughs) He goes to flip over it. Uh, And the crowd just kind of doesn't know what to do. Like, I don't think that was supposed to happen, but they go right into the crowd, punch in. And at this point, the moves are subtle, but they both sell so well and both make each other so look so good that even the like just a little action they have outside of the ring just looks so good and so entertaining. And it's believable for a 53-year-old. Definitely. I mean, because he's he's putting everything he has into these moves. You know, that flip over the barricade where it collapses. I mean, damn, I wouldn't want to take that spot. Those, I mean, you, <laughs> you mentioned it, those chair shots. And then like there was one where like Terry just like punt, like throws the chair at Mick's head. And like, oh, oh it's Terry. great. 
Um, they hone in on a hot dog stand. Some <laughs> poor gentleman just made it to work. He just clocked in. He's just texting his wife. <laughs> I love you. Hey, no. Aaron, Aaron, it's 98. He wasn't texting his wife. <laughs> He's, oh, yeah, He's thinking about it. He called her on a payphone pay before. <laughs> yeah, that's right, honey. It's been a great night. I've sold so many dogs. <laughs> and then here comes a shit story We're going on Terry fucking McFoley. Vacations canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Our hurricane of elbows and chairs and popcorn. <laughs> Not the popcorn. Um, and you think that just the hot dog stand would be collateral damage and not the lonely hot dog attendant. <laughs> <laughs> not the case. He gets wrapped up right in the mix. Poor guy didn't do shit. <laughs> but he gets beat up on by McFoley in Terry Funk. Um, and in all this chaos of them throwing stuff around... Uh, Terry decides it's a good idea to do a moonsault off the second balcony uh, where the hot dog man takes it directly on the head. (laughs) (laughs) How old is he again, Tolbert? Uh, Terry is 53. He does this corkscrew moonsault off the second row. Not quite beautiful, but it was something. But it worked. To watch a 53-year-old man do it, it was chef's kiss. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I said chef's kiss a few times during this match just because... There's everything's just so just perfectly executed, <laughs> so chaotic. <laughs> but still, just mwah. Um, while Terry is selling the moon salt he just did, he's wobbling around on top of the hot dog guy the whole time. Did <laughs> you guys notice that he's yeah. just laying on top of his face? Honey, that money that we were gonna have for vacation now goes to my medical bills. Oh, do you um, think Vince makes the hot dog guy be an independent contractor? Yes. <laughs> That man is not getting health insurance. <laughs> no. <laughs> During all this chaos, Stone Cold's on the mic. Beautiful commentary from Stone Cold, I might add, the whole time. Um, he drops, he, he definitely makes the censors work for their money <laughs> that night. Whole time, chugging beers. Wait, um, at one point, he apologized for not swearing so much. Enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, sorry for my language. I usually curse more. <laughs> At this point, he starts to have trouble with his mic. You know, you don't know if this is, he mentions Vince is back there just messing with my shit, man. Just messing me up. You don't know if it's actually happening or if it's Vince or if it's supposed to happen. At one point, he just rips uh, Lawler's headset off of him, puts it on himself. I'm taking over, right? Uh, Lawyer and him have a few words, and he just cold cocks him, knocks him out. (laughs) (laughs) Leaves them in a in a heap, so it's Jr. and Stone Cold, um, and and it made me think of Aaron, you know, at work, you know, bossing his assistants around and stuff like that. When Stone Cold's like, "You're pushing buttons over there," he's like, "I ain't got no buttons to push. I ain't no audio man. <laughs> I'm a video production man." <laughs> oh, it just it, it's just awesome addition to everything that's going on. Uh, while this is going on, eventually McFoley and Terry make it back somewhat towards the ring and we see McFoley actually offer up a challenge towards Stone Cold and he never even puts down his beer he's like hey boy finish the match you got going on right here then we'll talk so that's exactly what he does he gets poor Terry in the ring and starts just delivering just crucial double arm DDTs and then finishes him off with a patented Terry Funk pile driver onto a chair and rolls him over gets the pin one, two, three. Terry's Terry's gone. He's down. He's out. 53. But not for the lack of effort. And then Stone Cold's like, hey, all right. He's out of the way. You proved your point. You proved you're a tough son of a bitch. Now you're going to take me on. 
right? Throws his beer in Mick Foley's face. Mick Foley gets confused. Gives the guest uh, referee, Pat, Pat Patterson, Patterson, the mandible claw. Realizes it's not Stone Cold. And we're like, all right, now we're going to see a little scuffle between Stone Cold and Mick Foley, right? Pat Patterson goes in for the chair shot for a little revenge. Stone Cold is the wiser. Gives him the stunner. Mick slips out of the way, avoiding the confrontation, ready to fight another day, and uh, ready to go, you know, clean up and uh, hit the road. But then the music hits. Whose music? It's a familiar. It's a familiar tune. It's a funky tune. It's a groovy <laughs> tune. <laughs> and then out comes Vince McMahon with the dudettes. Uh, <laughs> Those might Dude, be just leftovers from the hoe train earlier. Maybe. Um, Spray painted a couple of things. Definitely on. he was like, put on these G-strings. <laughs> <laughs> We're going out. Here's some body paint. Uh, so he, he comes out with some uh, some scantily clattered women to the tone of Dude Love. Gives him his Dude Love uniform and says, hey, this is it, buddy. We're, uh, you know. We're BFFs blast, We're blasting yeah. off. And then they uh, they start dancing. <laughs> Would you call that dancing? Vince oh is like your God. drunk uncle at a, a wedding or a party. Uh, he's just had too much. Maybe he did a bump with your cousin in the bathroom. And he thinks that the hustle is still a real dance, yeah. like from 1970. Yeah. Um, all shoulders. My, my, my favorite sell is a Vic Foley embracing it and scooping up one of the dudettes <laughs> and running off backstage with her. And the whole time, Stone Cold trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Phenomenal. Insane character. I don't it, think he was ready great. for that. <laughs> um, you know, definitely, like I said, a random match for, for a Monday night, but Jesus. For, it's so entertaining. I watched it three times today. It was good. So entertaining. It's so great. Uh, so hit me with that uh, that Terry you Funk Thank you. All right. Here we go. Mike. Or. <laughs> Mike. He fucked it up already. <laughs> Let me start over. All right. He misspelled Mick. Mick. Fights his hero. He's tougher than shoe leather. That poor hot dog guy. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out. What if that guy's still alive? Let's... Oh, I wrote a second one. You want to yeah, hear Yeah, of course. All right. Stone Cold cracks some cold ones. GR's no audio man. Rings over there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we actually were able to get through an entire Terry Funk episode. And, and you know, I was thinking about it this week. We could probably every week just have Terry Funk matches and we would be entertained every week. Like there's there's enough material. Oh, there's <laughs> enough material for all of us every week to be like that was a really good match. Yeah. Folks, thank you for listening once again to Two Dollars Take a Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, keep it funkin'. Awesome. I wait. What, what, how? What, what do we do? What do we say? I hate this part. Just go ahead. Get all out there. Go on YouTube. Google or YouTube Terry Funk and watch some Terry Funk matches. It, it'll bring joy to your heart. Terry Funk is is our hero. <laughs> <laughs>